Hey everyone, welcome to the Curious Girl Diaries podcast. I'm Layla London, aka The Curious Girl. Now, just to let you know, this podcast is not suitable for work. It's also not suitable for anybody under 18. But the rest of you consenting adults, let's get ready to talk about my sex life, sex in general, and everything in between in explicit, raunchy, fun detail. All right, here we go. don't think you're going to get to the end of this after 31 days ago. Gee, I wish I wouldn't have had all those orgasms. I could have done without those 31 orgasms. I feel beautiful after I've had an orgasm. I really do. I just feel like, oh, my skin looks so fabulous. I look so pretty. I love my Hitachi. I'm trying to sort of break my codependence on it. I really do like a lunchtime orgasm. I don't know. Like, It's just a nice midday little reward. Like, hey, you're doing good. You've made it. You've accomplished some shit. Like, let's have an orgasm. You've earned it. Hey, guys. Welcome to the Curious Girl Diaries podcast. I'm Layla. Okay, let's jump right in. Well, you know what? Before I start, I want to say that my heart goes out to the Ukraine. I'm just so disappointed in what's going on over there. And my thoughts and prayers are with the Ukrainian people. It's really, really sad. And I would be remiss if I didn't just kind of bring it up as a huge world event. And I know that this podcast is about not about that stuff. It's about fun, sexy, hot stuff. But I just wanted to take a minute to just say that my thoughts and prayers are with the Ukrainian people. Okay, let's get into some emails. All right, here's one. Hello, my wife and I have been married for 28 years. We have sex once a week. It's very good. We are willing to try new things and enjoy having sex with one another. I have two questions. Do you know of any sex positive trade shows? I would love to go and see the latest sex toys and possibly listen to some presentations on sex topics. Not that interested in seeing porn stars, but sex positive information being shared in a safe place. I've been intrigued with prostate massage and have tried to do a self-massage. I have several plugs and prostate toys and they all have felt good, but I never could get a P-spot orgasm. My wife has played with my anus at times, but she doesn't enjoy it and I don't want to push her. Do you know if there's a place a person could go to have someone teach you how to master something like a prostate massage? This also could be asked for female ejaculation. I could spend my whole life searching and never find it. It would be nice to go to a professional and learn how to do it the correct way and know what I should expect to feel instead of frustration. I could have years of enjoyment. Okay. Yes. Well, thank you, Mike, for the question. I would, let's see here. First of all, sex positive trade shows. Unfortunately, that I cannot speak to. I'm sure they're out there. I'm sure you could Google them. And again, that wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't be able to speak to the quality of the shows. I just haven't gone to any. I really do hope to be more active in attending those things and kind of experiencing them. It's of course, obviously it's in my, it's in my wheelhouse. And if I, I would find that stuff very interesting, but I can't say that I've ever been to one. So I apologize for that. I won't be much help. Now on these other topics here about 
the prostate orgasms and female ejaculation. Well, I know that, you know, I've had two really good guests on the show that I think could help you with this. And they have programs that teach about this stuff. So one of them in particular, Kenneth Play, has a lot of videos too in his courses. And he's also done a lot on uh, UPorn and I think Pornhub. He's got videos, teaching videos on female ejaculation. And also, I don't know about the prostate, but I'll, I would be willing to bet that he's got stuff on the prostate as well. Now, also, uh, Eric Everhard, who is a was a porn star for, gosh, I think about 20 years. He's retired. And he's got uh, programs too with lots of learning modules and things like that. So I would look into those guys, Eric Everhard or Kenneth Play. And I think that you'd be off to a good start. Also, I would recommend that I know on... You like Pornhub and YouPorn, they have actual training videos that you can Google this stuff. Just look for, I think under like their, they have an educational section. So it's not just these websites, although you predominantly think of them for porn, they do have stuff that's, that can help you learn this stuff. So I hope that's helpful, Mike. Let me know. Okay. I hope I hear back from you. Just let me know how that goes. Best of luck to you. Okay. Let's see here. Next one is Brian. Hello, new listener. I really like the content. From what I can deduce, you are not Layla London, the adult film star, correct? I just want to properly visualize who I'm listening to. Yes, Brian, that is correct. I am not Layla London, the adult film star. Yes, no, I'm not. That's an alias. And I came up with that name. Someone helped me come up with that name. But I didn't realize at the time that... Layla London was a porn star. I know that's awful to say. I just was trying to figure out a name and I liked the name Layla. And then I was talking to uh, one of the guys that used to see that's been on this podcast with me. And we were just sitting down brainstorming and we were throwing around last names and he kept throwing one out, throwing them out, throwing them out, throwing them out. And then he said, London. And I was like, yes, that's it. That's it. That's my name. That's going to be my name for the show, Layla London. Well, it does cause a little bit of confusion from time to time, but I really, it doesn't happen that often. I'm pretty sure most people that listen know I am not in fact Layla London, especially if you read anything about me since I say that I maintain my anonymity <laughs> and she's certainly not anonymous. So, Oh, there you go. Good question, Brian. Thanks for asking. And I'm so glad you're a new listener. All right. I hope you enjoyed. Don't be shy to send in more questions or you can always do one of my favorites. Leave me a voicemail. I love, love, love voicemails. Got through a lot of them the other day. Lots of fun topics, talking to people about all kinds of fun stuff. I love it. Okay. This last one here was, this was a of, what do you call it? A critique, a nice critique. I'm not even going to, I'm not going to read the full, the full email. It was, and I'm not even going to say who it's from because it's really not important. I'll give you the gist of it. Somebody wrote in and said that they enjoy my podcast, but they wanted to be honest and let me know that I did a recording with someone and if they, they didn't like it, Actually, they called it, it was, they said it was quite frankly a turnoff. And basically, he just went on to say that he didn't feel that the episode was right for my demographic. And he just wanted to let me know. And he was very, it was constructive criticism, I guess, if you will. And I thought it's a good, I appreciate all constructive criticism. And I just want people to know because I'm sure if one person wrote in about it, there might be several others that are thinking the same thing from time to time. And I just, I guess my response is that having done this for six years now, I'm in my sixth year, and I just pretty much do the whole thing aside from the 
editing. I have to find the guests, get the guests, produce this episode, lay it out, prep it, come up what I'm going to ask this person to try to make it, do my research on them. There's a lot that goes into it. And after this long and this many episodes, I guess what am I up to? Like this episode is probably going to be... I think this would, would be number 258, I believe. I mean, it's, it's fair to say that over 258 episodes, there's going to be a few that people just don't like or for whatever reason, it's a turnoff. It doesn't resonate with them. They find it boring. Maybe I didn't go as sexy and hot as erotic as I they wanted me to, whatever. There's going to be a, a lot of varying things. But I'll have to take the heat uh, rather than the guest because the truth is when I bring a guest on, I really feel like it's the host's responsibility to do a good job interviewing them. My goal is always to, with the questions I've prepared, my goal is always to hopefully pull something out of them or get them to reveal something that they have not spoken about or told their own listeners or their own followers for whatever it is that they do. And that I can pull something interesting out of them and make that worthwhile. And it's also something that's shareable because I did such a good job interviewing them and pulling out interesting things that they wouldn't think to bring up themselves. And then they'll want to share it with their listeners. So really, I have to take the onus on on my shoulders. And I'll, I'll be honest and say, sure, there's times where I interview somebody and I go, you know what? That didn't come out the way I wanted it to. However, that person showed up, gave me their time and was gracious enough to go through this process with me and I'm going to publish their episode. I know there's some podcasters that if they don't like the episode, they won't publish it. I quite frankly find that kind of shitty and disrespectful to the people that show up and give their time. I had someone do that to me and I didn't appreciate it. And so I will, if I have to edit the heck out of something or do my best to make it presentable or edit it to the point of where get the result that I originally thought I was going to have going into it, I'll do that. But I just want you guys to to know that and I'll share that with you. And, and like I said, there's sometimes where it just doesn't come out the way you want it to. And as the host of the show, I have to sort of take the heat on that one. Or if I lose control of the guest or they're going off in a direction I don't want them to go off into, I can sort of turn it around, move it a different direction. So there you go. I just wanted to give that explanation. I feel like you guys deserve to hear that. And I always appreciate you listening. And I always appreciate your feedback, whether it's constructive criticism or you want to talk about sexy stuff, whatever. I'm always here to kind of listen. And, and I appreciate when someone just takes the time to, to let me know what their thoughts are. So I do thank this person for letting me know. And I don't, it's not that I, I don't disagree with what he was saying or the episode that he was commenting on. But again, sometimes I'm <laughs> I'm not going to hit them all out of the park. So there you go. All right. Now let's get to the fun stuff, guys. Oh my gosh. Do you know what today is? Today is the start of March Masturbation Madness Month. Yes. I did my first one last year. It was fabulous. Now I'm doing it again. And I'm super, super excited. I hope you guys will join me 
join me, please. Take the challenge. You can do it. This is a great way to have fun with your partner. Uh, have fun, let your partner watch you or just have fun by yourself and mix it up. Sometimes it's by yourself, sometimes with a partner. It might be all by yourself. Either way, I don't think you're going to get to the end of this after 31 days ago. Gee, I wish I wouldn't have had all those orgasms. I could have done without those 31 orgasms. Oh my God, that wasn't that great. No, you're going to be recharged, refreshed, super sexed up. This is going to get you going in the right direction. Let's get out of that winter funk. (laughs) Let's get out of our winter sex funk. If you've been in one, I don't know. But I'll tell you what, if you have, this is a great way to spice it up. So basically, you just need to, the rules are pretty simple. You just agree to masturbate every day for all 31 days of March. No doubling up. Now, if you want to double up, if you've already done one and officially, you know, knock that day off, then if you get horny, like you will, I'm telling you last year when I did this, oh my gosh, like it just, it gets you hornier and hornier and hornier. It's priming the pump, guys. You are going to love it. And so there were some times where I definitely doubled up or tripled up. I did a lot. I did a lot of upping. Uh, <laughs> last year. But yeah, you just do it every day. No skipping. You just ha- you have to do at least once every day. And I think you're going to find you're going to love your results. Women, you're going to be glowing because you know that orgasmic glow. Oh my God, it's the best. I love after I've had sex, how flushed I am, how it's like, it's almost like the best facial you've ever had. And don't, I know where you guys just went, your mind just went in the gutter. No, it's not because I'm getting cum sprayed all over my face. Although that can happen too. It's because just like the blood, like all that blood flow gets going and, and those endorphins and it just, I feel beautiful after I've had an orgasm. I really do. I just feel like, oh, my skin looks so fabulous. I look so pretty. (laughs) It's like the fountain of youth. Trust me on this one, guys. You will love it. Okay, so this year I am going after it. I got prepped, okay? I feel like all these interviews I was doing, all the people I was talking to, if you go back, see, I was really kind of gearing up for March Masturbation Madness Month. And... That's why I got some tips along the way. That's why some of the episodes are about, hey, refreshing your lingerie. Let's refresh those sex toys, which I have done. And I'm super, super happy about it. I am looking at, so I told you I got my new Vesper, my beautiful new Vesper. Thank you so much, Love Crave. Oh my gosh. And oh my gosh, even better guys. Guess what? T, one of the founders of Love Crave, is going to come on the show. Oh my God, I'm going to pee my pants. I can't even wait. I get to interview her this coming up Friday. I'm so excited. This woman is just a pioneer and she's as sex positive as me. I mean, she kind of, well, she's putting me to shame. I mean, she is building a sex toy empire. I want to support her all the way. She's been at it for, if I'm remembering correctly, I think 12 years or something like that. She's really, really hustled. And this is something she really believes in. And she's just making... amazing stuff for women. I mean, amazing. And it's beautiful. And women, we don't want the cheap shit. We want the nice, classy, elegant, erotic toys, things that are beautiful and sexy. So that's what she's doing. Anyway, I have my new Duet Pro which I can't wait to tell you guys about. I will tell you about as I get up close and personal with it with my March Maturation Madness Month. That's probably going to be one of my top go-tos. The Vesper I will be using, I'm sure, in conjunction with some dates, (laughs) but also my own personal masturbation. I mean, why not? It's gorgeous. 
but there's something pretty fun about wearing a sex toy out around your neck and having it look gorgeous and having it pass for a beautiful piece of jewelry. But you know damn well that you are just ready to go. Like if the moment strikes or you were to meet some hot guy, you'd rip him off the streets (laughs) and you'd be able to get yourself off. Oh, I love it. Okay. So I will be using all my toys, but I'm super excited that this time around, I have those two new ones from Love Crave. So I'm excited. Good news. Strictly Anonymous Podcast is looking for people to call into the show. So if you lead an interesting, naughty secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, if you're out and proud, that's cool too. Send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. That's strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com and click on be on the show. Excited about that. Now, how am I going to do this? So I've already got this, like I have my game plan because guys, I take my masturbation seriously. You know this. If you've been listening to me long enough, you know that self-love is very important and also just, I shouldn't even just self-love. So anytime you're you're loving with a partner, loving on yourself, getting off, getting it done. I mean, I love toys. I love dildos, big ones, little ones, pulsating ones, vibrating ones, things that go in my butt, things that go in my pussy, things that go on my clit. I love my Hitachi. I'm trying to sort of break my codependence on it. <laughs> you know what? I should see, well, I don't know if I should say this. I could try to see if I could cut back on my Hitachi. But now that I've got new toys, do you see like it's the, they're the brand new shiny car. So guys, if you want your girl to get rid of a certain toy, like you don't like it, trust me, go to Love Crave and get her some of these beautiful new toys or Lilo.com. Get her something new, but don't just buy her something run of the mill. I mean, it needs to appeal to her aesthetically as well as sexually, okay? So you got to step it up. Like if you want to replace something, it can't be like like kind, like, okay, she's got a Hitachi. Let's face it, the Hitachi is kind of like, it's like a Ford. No offense to Ford. I'm just saying like, it's a go-to standard, right? Keeps on going. Get her something special and exciting that she's really going to be like, ooh, this is sexy. I feel good about this. This makes me hot. This is beautiful. I want to use this on me. It's going to look, this beautiful toy is going to look great with my beautiful body. And I'm going to have lots of beautiful orgasms with it. Okay. That's the mindset, guys. Don't just think about utilitarian stuff. That's a guy mindset. Get, think like a woman. Okay. <laughs> There's ending my little blurb. So I'm breaking this down into kind of like, how am I attacking this? How am I attacking this masturbation stuff? Well, it's going to be, I've kind of got like a three, there's kind of three types of sessions that I've come, that I've realized from last year, like that came up. Okay. There's three main ones. It's a quickie. And so the quickie is just like me. I'll be edging myself. I might be edging myself or it's just like super fast. Like I just have a few minutes. I'm super horny. Let me knock one out. And as soon as I'm done, boom, I'm right back to what I was doing before. So I might just not even take my clothes off, just stick my hand down my pants, stick stick a toy down there on my clit, boom, bada boom, bada bing, get it done. Or the quickie can also be an edging session where I'm like practicing my, my rapid fire orgasms. <laughs> if you're not familiar with what my, my rapid fire orgasms are, what that is, is I love to just edge myself, like say, okay, I've got 30 seconds or a minute. And I practice like, okay. And literally I'm, I will look at, and this is no joke. I'm using a timer. I mean, I take this stuff seriously. I, I'm using a timer and 
I just, I'll be fantasizing in my head that, you know, like someone's telling me, you better come. You got 30 seconds or you better come. You've got a minute. And I'm just like, and then if I can't, it's like, oh, stop, 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 stop. And then I got to wait. And then I got to start over. I got to wait till all the little tingles go down. Then I have to start over from like ground zero and try to get it going and try to see like, can I actually edge myself, edge myself that or or come on command, you know, like where I literally can go from zero to explosion in 30 seconds, a minute, two minutes, whatever the time interval is. So this is kind of like sprints, orgasmic sprints, sprint training, <laughs> speed work, which by the way, when I used to do cross country, I hated speed work. Didn't like it. Didn't like intervals. Didn't like that stuff. It was always on Wednesdays. Ugh, I was always wishing I was sick. <laughs> Just let me run, okay? I'm a marathon girl. I like to go the distance. I hated this speed work shit. And I will say that in true fashion, I have been a little resistant to when somebody was edging me in the past or when partners have edged me. It kind of pisses me off and irritates me, but it's still hot and exciting. And so I do it with the fantasy that uh, someone's doing it to me and making me, they're teasing me and torturing me. and, And I love that. (laughs) but don't tell anyone. Don't tell anyone. I don't want my partners to know this because I always pretend like it's horrible and I hate it. And that's my story and I'm sticking to it. Okay. So that's the quickies. Might be just a real fast, like I don't have a lot of time. I got to knock one out or just taking those quick little intervals that probably only, I'll probably only go, a quickie session is 10 minutes or less. Generally for me, when I'm just doing like the real quickie, like I said, don't even take my clothes off. Just like I'm horny. I will literally grab a toy wherever I am in the house and get to it right there. And boom, then I'm done. I'm literally like wash the toy off, put it away, wash my hands, back to business, like like nothing. And it's just a, a fun little diversion. Now, the next kind of category is kind of like what I call more like the afternoon delight <laughs> category. And it's still kind of a quickie, but it's not, it might be 15, 30 minutes, right? Just a quick little lunchtime, midday, or it could be a morning thing too. But generally I find my, I like a lunch. I really do like a lunchtime orgasm. I don't know. Like it's just a nice midday little reward. Like, hey, you're doing good. You've made it. You've accomplished some shit. Like let's have an orgasm. You've earned it. So I'll sit there and go for like 30 minutes. Now, usually if I'm going to go that long, okay, some porn will be involved. And definitely I might actually use a dildo because using a dildo means I got to get some lube. And then once you start lubing it up and all that, it does make a little bit of a mess. So there's more cleanup afterwards. Once you're penetrating your pussy, there's more cleanup. So I can do that on a fast little lunch break thing and then clean up and Again, go about my day. Usually with the quickies though, or the the afternoon, you know, anytime with a quickie or an afternoon delight, those tend to just sort of get me going. They're good, but then you got me fired up. And now I want another one and another one and another one. So a lot of times these quickies turn into, again, that's why the practicing the edging and coming very quickly and doing it repeatedly over and over again for, a you know, in a sprint type of thing with where you're like, okay, sprint, recover, sprint, recovery lap, sprint, recovery lap. <laughs> Anybody that's run and they know what I'm talking about. This way, I can cross over, right? If I feel like extending it from the quickie into a longer one, 
It's easy to do. I'm already ready. I'm horny. It doesn't take much convincing. It's usually, do I have to be out the door at some point here? Do I have a plan? Am I supposed to go somewhere? Yes or no? If the answer is no, then I'm probably going to have a few and it's going to turn into more of like an afternoon delight type session. 30 minutes, 40 minutes. My vagina is going to get wet and lubed up and I'm going to need to clean it a little bit afterwards. There's some work going to get done. Now, the last one is, This is like a full-blown session. So this is me. I mean, I've got the dildos. I've got a few toys. I might have a butt plug, a dildo, and something on my clit. But I'm the sex towels coming out. I got the lubes lined up. There's going to be some porn on. I mean, it is a full-blown production. I'm going to make love to myself. I'm just going to, I'm going to worship my body. I'm going to fuck the shit out of myself. Why not? I love to fuck the shit out of myself. It's so satisfying. Oh my God. I could be, this could be a shower episode where I have my big dildo with a suction cup and I'm going to be going for it. Lots of lube for that. I try not to use that thing too much because I always worry. I'm always worried like, my pussy's going to get stretched out. It hasn't, but I worry. Like, I feel like if I use it too much, it could. I know that's probably not true. I'm sure it's an old wives tale, I, but I still, we all like, as women, you know, we like to think our, our, our pussies are these just delicate little flowers and they're just nice and gorgeous and they're just nice and tight all the time. And I don't want it getting stretched out. So I have to be careful with my usage of that. But I'll tell you what, that thing, whew, the orgasms that thing gives me because it makes me squirt. It's just so big. I've said this before, being filled, just having your that sensation of being totally filled and like circumference wise and vertically, holy shit, it's something. I mean, it takes my breath away. It's it feels so good. It's all these sensations coming together at once. And then if you're then if you're on your clit too with that, oh my God. Now I can't usually get I don't have a butt plug small enough to put in when I have my big when I'm using my big dildo. And quite frankly, it's so tight. I don't want anything else in there. Like if I tried to have something else in my ass, it would be. I don't even know. I just don't even know what would happen. I I can't even fathom it. I've tried and it was very, it was like, nope, that's just not going to work. So I can't usually do, I can't have any kind of anal penetration while I'm using that big one. (laughs) But I can do, I have smaller dildos that I can use with my butt plug and all that good stuff. So it's it's all good. You have to have an assortment just depending on kind of what you're feeling. But I'll be, so the full-blown session is just like, and there's no time limit on it. I'm just going to go and go and go. And that can last an hour longer, usually three to four orgasms, sometimes more. Just depends on how horny I am. But that will definitely get me going. I mean, I will be, when I do that, the rest of the day is going to be my clit's going to be throbbing. I'm going to want to have another orgasm. And sometimes I'll double that up with, then later in the day, I'll have it just because I'm still so fucking horny. I will have to have a quickie again just to top myself off. I'm like, I'm dying here. My clit's throbbing. I'm on the verge of having another orgasm because I'm just thinking about it. I'm turned on. And then I can just have another little quickie. So the full-blown session though, it does, I mean, it's distracting. If you do it in the morning, you're just going to be, you're going to be a level 10 all day. So that's best to do in the evening. Stay home, give yourself a nice session. Now, 
The other thing that'll be going on with this is I have to see if I can have some partners participate in my masturbation. I'm trying to think how I can do this. I guess they could be they could be assisting, helping, maybe fingers, but it has to be straight up masturbation. It can't be penis. I can't have a penis inside me. It can't be a dick in my pussy. I need they may be fingers. I think fingers are allowed, but I like to make a guy watch me. There's going to be some FaceTiming involved. You can bet on that, people. I'm telling you. I know Mr. Big's excited <laughs> about this. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. So there's going to be a lot of fun going on, and I can't wait to get this month going. I will be kicking it off telling you guys about it. I'll be reporting back on my episodes. I'll update you every Tuesday on probably my most memorable body-shaking, mind-melting orgasms I was able to give myself. And uh, you never know, and I might just try some new toys while I'm doing it too, even though I got some new ones. So there you go, guys. I hope you join me for March Masturbation Madness Month. It'll be so much fun. Please do it. You'll be happy. I'll be happy. It'll be like all this orgasmic energy. Everyone's going to be super happy, super turned on. It's just going to make the world a better place. I'm convinced of it. All right, guys. Well, everybody, thank you so much for listening. Stay happy. Stay healthy. Stay safe. Love you guys. And if you like this episode, you have any questions or comments or suggestions, give me some creative ideas. that I can use during my masturbation sessions. I have 31 days. I need to be creative. I would love any input you have for me. You can go to thecuriousgirldiaries.com, click on the pink tab on the right-hand side, leave me a voicemail. All right, give me all your wonderful insight. Okay, take care, guys. Love you. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. And if you like what you hear, refer me to a friend. And make sure you're following me on social media. Also, go to the website, thecuriousgirldiaries.com and join my subscribers-only list for access to exclusive content. And as usual, questions or comments, you can always email me at curiousgirl at thecuriousgirldiaries.com.